4: Just
5: won thousand
0: dollars! That's amazing! Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up! You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and
4: Mocha Show podcast. Hello, beautiful people. Uh, if you are beautiful, uh, get your phone out because we need you to text. So look you, know how fast fast you know me. You know me. Okay, Whipped you know your me. Phone to text. I know you know me, right? I uh, I subscribe to all the RSS feeds for good-looking news. God. <laughs> What? That's no surprise. What does that even mean? I told you that. I just I get everything filtered. Anytime there's a story about good looking <laughs> people. People want to know what an RSS is. Okay.
3: I actually don't Listen. know what that okay. is.
4: Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. You that's fine. Uh, so if you remember, if you uh, remember uh, there was a story last week that said that good-looking people have better immune systems, Kay. right? And they studied the attractiveness of humans, and then they tested their blood, and they found out that attractive people actually have better immune systems. So mm-hmm. that story then got spun into uh, uh, the headline of uh, Still Not Caught COVID? It might be down to how attractive you are, scientists say. So now they're saying that if you are good-looking, you may not get COVID, especially with men, because the immune system, when it comes to things that are viral, that healthy immune system, actually will help stave off something
6: like COVID-19. Well, then somebody thinks I'm good-looking. Yeah.
4: Um, So... (laughs) Uh, so then we get to then we get to this story, which is uh, what I really want to talk about, and that is the the preferential treatment for the attractive. Oh, God. Okay, and because- let me sit down. No, 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 no I'm rest. not. <laughs> no,
1: I don't need to
4: sit down. No, no, you can sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab a seat. Grab a seat. Grab a seat. So. You can talk about all sorts of you can talk about all sorts of privilege that does exist. And that can be debated, debated over and over again. There's definitely privileges for uh, different uh, sex of people. But I've often thought that the ultimate privilege above everything else is attractive privilege. And it doesn't matter where you're from. The best looking people everywhere will always get better access to things than the people who are not. And it doesn't matter where you're from. Um, But I'm reading this. That I may agree with. Okay, right. Okay, so here's what I want to know. If you're a good looking person and Mm -hmm. have had some incredible preferential treatment that you feel is solely based on your looks, Mm -hmm. shoot us a text. Or if you are somebody who, this is where I really want to hear from, if you are somebody who has given preferential treatment to somebody simply based on their looks, we want to talk oh. to you. We want to talk to you as well. Yeah. Why? Why? I think this is interesting. You don't find this interesting?
1: When was the last time, or what was the last situation that you were in, Roz? Right. Where you felt
4: you were given? Let's not make this about me, okay? I get, I get, <laughs> yes. I get too much attention as it is, this guy. right? Okay. Come on. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not make <laughs> this about me, okay? This is. This is about the people. This is about the people. Does anybody disagree with this at all, Shem?
7: No, I don't disagree. I mean, I think pre privilege is absolutely a thing.
4: It absolutely is a but thing. But it's, it's, to me, it's the most thing.
1: Uh, front row
4: at show tapings. <laughs> right, got. really, yeah, because they want to get you on television, <laughs> right? You got to put the good-looking said, people up front.
1: I'm effing... St- stunning, and I got COVID, so this is not at all true.
4: Well, uh, maybe you're not that good-looking.
1: Oh, my
8: oh, God. Right?
4: <laughs> okay? <laughs> this, according to this study, good-looking people aren't getting COVID. Okay? So, maybe you should check yourself. Right? Oh, damn. Okay. Alright. And again, the people we want to talk to is if you were talking about the, the privilege of being attractive, mm-hmm. and if you are, and you don't have to give your name or, like, where you work or anything like that, but if you have had, like, and we don't mean just, like, front-of-line stuff. Like, If you have had exceptional treatment in your life simply based on how you look, but more importantly, if you are somebody who has given someone exceptional treatment in life simply based on how they look, let us know the situation and what went down and whether you felt like an awful person doing
1: it. Somebody said getting out of traffic tickets or speeding tickets. I also get extra items at a restaurant when dining in.
4: With a date even, huh?
1: There you go.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast
4: yo so we're talking uh you know me i subscribe to all the good good looking news feeds and i don't mean like the the news feeds are actually attractive i mean i get like whenever there's a story that comes out about attractiveness or good-looking people it drops right into my inbox and i'm, wow. I'm always fascinated you
1: know almost i crazy. follow i
4: follow good-looking <laughs> news very closely uh, so this is the article i was reading is beauty a uh, uh is beauty bliss or a curse beauty is more than skin deep we all know that uh there is much evidence that beautiful people enjoy many benefits in life including in the romantic realm although most would argue that what is beautiful isn't necessarily good and this is what we're talking about preferential treatment of beautiful people is very easy to find beautiful people are treated better and viewed more positively and this is a sort of this is a global understanding okay so uh, the question is, what are you laughing at over there? These
8: texts okay. are crazy. Are they? Good.
4: Yeah. Okay, good. So the, que- the question is, okay, and you don't have to give your name, but we want to hear from the self-proclaimed or uh, verified beautiful people about a time where you have been granted. And we just don't mean like special privilege, we mean exceptional privilege that you feel is solely based on your looks. But we also want to hear from the people who have granted that excessive privilege to somebody else simply based on their looks.
1: Somebody wrote, I sold my house to the lowest bidder instead of the highest simply because he was so gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Another person wrote, said, Growing up, I was skinny and pretty, and my sister was heavier, and my grandparents would give me better treatment than my sister. (laughs) The grandparents? Yeah. Um, I recently lost 100 pounds, and I've noticed a massive difference of how I'm treated. People let me go in line in front of them. I've had people buy me coffees, and I find people are much friendlier. It's absolutely crazy how much pretty privilege
4: can change things. God, now I want to know how good looking that guy was that got that house for so cheap. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Somebody said I was hired because someone I gave my resume to uh, wrote that uh, I was pretty, and that's why I was hired.
4: Wow. Just straight up like that, huh?
1: Um. I always thought my partner was super lucky until I realized people are good to him because he's good looking.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. So that's what that's what we're talking about uh, uh, with this. I know, Deepa, you probably have thoughts on this.
9: I do. Okay, I'm going to be really shallow for a second because I think that I'm a good looking person, but I've never experienced any sort of like extra privilege. And now I'm questioning like, Am I as good looking as I think No, you're I down am? here with
1: the rest of us, all go
4: yeah, yeah, but I but Deepa, so. I don't know. But maybe you're just not in a position to judge the extra privilege that you've received because you're just so it's so normalized for you.
9: What do you mean? Like
4: you don't know when you're getting preferential treatment because it's just always happened. So for you, maybe. it's just life.
9: Maybe. Oh. That sounds even worse when you say it that
1: way. (laughs) Here, before we take this call, let me read another text. Uh, Once going on vacation with my friends and uh, the the flight attendant, quote, randomly selected me to move
5: up to first class. (laughs) What do you want to say? Hey, um, I was taking this third year biochem course and I was like super tanking it. And I was one of the only girls in the class and definitely the only attractive girl in the class. And I probably should have failed the course, but the professor gave me a sixty-five percent. Mm,
4: so you're like sixty-five percent good-looking, huh? <laughs> you, you didn't get a ninety. Yeah. You didn't get. You didn't get a ninety. <laughs>
5: so you
1: think you think you only passed, or you got that mark because of your looks? I failed
5: every test and every problem set, oh. and I ended up like cheating off of people towards the end, but it wasn't enough to
1: to get me the mark
5: that I got. So you
1: cheat? You cheated off the ugly people? <laughs> <laughs>
5: I did. yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, <that's,
4: okay. laughs> now, when you say you're attractive, what what do you, why you've been told this? Obviously, right?
5: Um. Yeah. Like I try not to be like vain about it or anything, but you you get a vibe. You,
4: you know? get you get a vibe. Like, what's the vibe? Explain the vibe for nobody who knows who, who doesn't understand what that vibe is.
5: It's like small things, like the way people see you, like
4: you know, a hot um, girl vibe.
0: Oh, right. True. true. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> thanks, Nicole. Have a good one, like guys. Thanks. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
4: Yo, shout out to all my uggos out there. <laughs> no, it's We're less, still out here riding. Not everything has to be even all the time. Okay, let's just give the beautiful people a chance for once. For once? Okay, so... Fuck. so uh the the story is, you know, when it comes to privilege... And and the sort of height of all of it is the way that the beautiful people, regardless of what you look like, beauty is beauty. That's preferential. And it's not preferential treatment. I shouldn't even say that. It's exceptional treatment. And so what we wanted to hear was, one, if you agree... Uh, uh, but also more importantly, uh, if you are one of those like ultra beautiful people that feel that you have not received special treatment, but we're talking exceptional treatment, uh, we want to hear from you, 925-555-Shoot-Us-A-Text, but also if you're a person, because Maury's one of these people, Maury's one of these people that will all, that that goes out of his way to give preferential treatment to good looking people, right? So if you're one of those people that has granted exceptional treatment to somebody who's attractive, we want to hear from you as well.
1: Um, somebody said, uh, I was coming back into the country from Vegas with a friend and mm-hmm. the customs officer was too busy flirting and just let us go through without checking our vaccine or asking any questions.
4: <laughs> nice. See, there you go. That's, you know what I mean? And, and you, you, you look at, you look at this, right? It's like, that's how it spreads. Oh, you're going to love this one. Okay. Okay. Hit
1: me. <laughs> My cousin and I went to a cafe in Italy and the workers told us we could have anything we want for free. <laughs> if we would take a picture with the staff. See? Right? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This, My, anything for free for My a eyes picture. are opening right now. Thank
4: you. Right? Yes.
1: My ugly ass got to pay full <laughs> price for everything <laughs> even when it's on sale. What do you want to say? I'm, I'm
3: not,
10: Good looking, I'll be honest, but I do get treated very nicely. I was at the grocery store on the weekend, and they ran out of something that was on sale. And he says, "Just come back." He's like, "He's like, give me your number, and I'll call you when it's back, and I'll honor the price." And I was like, I don't know about that." Um, I was with my daughter too. Um, and then, and then he said, uh, he said, okay, we'll just come back, you know, and I'll honor it. And I said, well, how are you gonna know? Like, are you gonna remember me? And he's like, oh, I'll remember you. Oh, so
1: oh here so we go. Kind of <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you probably felt nice the rest of the day. Oh, uh,
10: I felt pretty good. I, uh-huh. Of course, I tell my husband, and no reaction. He's like the
11: least <laughs> jealous man on the
10: planet. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs>
11: Oh, thank you. I love you guys. My we, kids
1: love you. We love you too.
11: Okay. Nine
1: two five triple five is how you text. I'm a real world seven, but an army 10. <laughs>
8: <That's another text>. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Yo, y'all that listen to the
1: show, I love you guys so much. This is the best. Uh, here, we'll take one more phone call. Hi, it's Razamoka. What is your name? Lisa. All right, Lisa, go ahead.
5: I... W- in university, my girlfriend, who I lived with, was gorgeous. I drove her to a job interview because she didn't have a car. Um, they wanted her to work there so badly that she told them she didn't have a car, pointed at me and said, if you want me to work here, you have to hire my friend. He, the manager looked over at me and said, sure, if it gets you here. Wow. And I got hired for a job. Wow.
4: Wow. (laughs) Wow. 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 You you got for twenty two years. Somebody that you didn't know hired you to drive a good looking person around because they wanted to be able to
0: see them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. you know what I'm wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
1: Can I read a couple more texts before we take this next call? Yeah, please. Um, I went to Red Lobster by myself, and the waiter cracked and fed me the small ends of <laughs> crap that I had left on the plate to be thrown away. Come on. Okay. Another text reads, yeah. <laughs> Coming back from Punta Cana, our flight was overbooked. The pilot approached. My friend asked if we wanted to. To ride in the cockpit Shut home. Up. Plus we would get a partial refund. Shut up. <laughs> is, that, is that even legal? No. <laughs> and then Linda said, I don't know if I'm happy for these people or if I want to jump out of a window at how unfair the world is.
12: <laughs> Nick, you're next. What do you want to say? So quick story. I've got an opposite problem. I find that whenever I go to an area where you've got a lot of men and they have to deal with me, They actually give me a harder time uh, because I guess the way I look. Uh But for small examples, I go to get a a a part for my car. Those parts, guys, cannot stand me for some
4: reason. Because you're you're saying you're so good looking.
12: Yeah. I mean, usually (laughs) when I'm dealing with other men,
4: oh kind of like i got gotcha. you
12: aunties and moms and kids and all the other stuff yeah, i have a yeah, great yeah. time with but the men in general and ross can yeah. i say something yeah there's i have to thank you for something because years ago you you were talking about your skin care and yeah. you talk about how you don't wash your face
4: correct ever
12: i have stopped washing my face four years ago yeah i have booked so many modeling gigs yep. in my life and oh, I have to get at for 50, stop it. Of them. You yep. are such a liar. You don't understand. i not I do not wash my face at all. Okay, okay. were you a model before all of this? I have been a model for twelve years y- in
4: this Yeah, thing. but he booked more. This is you don't understand. Sometimes, Smokey, you think I'm talking jive over here, right? But what I'm doing is I'm trading model secrets. <laughs>
8: okay. Right? Like you
4: don't even you don't even know. You don't even know. I, I know. gotta bring more. Hey more, are you there for a sec? Maury is definitely yeah. someone who has given preferential treatment to good-looking people. Anybody who is famous or good-looking, Maury bends over backwards. Oh, yeah. Ma- Maury, Literally. What's that? Literally. Literally. Uh, Maury was, do you remember when um, Maury was so obsessed with famous people and good-looking people that uh, he offered to be uh, Lindsay Lohan's father's chauffeur? Oh, like my he God. He drove his car yes. for him. Yeah, yeah. Like Ma- I went
6: to Long Island to to drive him around
4: right like maury was so obsessed with being around good looking and famous people that he was willing to uproot his life to go and service them he
6: bought me a cookie
4: right <laughs> hey.
0: the Roz and mocha show podcast kelly. kelly what's going on
5: um i just wanted to call in and say i absolutely love listening to your show every morning especially the conversations between all of you and how much you compliment each other every morning. You make me laugh all the way to the office.
4: Like when you say compliment each other, you mean like we're we're paired nicely together or that we actually pay each other compliments?
5: Well, not so much of the latter.
4: But okay, of- as I needed to clarify that yeah, here. Yeah,
1: like, I don't be <laughs> willy-nilly just throwing <laughs> out compliments like that.
5: <laughs> Very selective. I meant, I meant it as a whole, as a group. The show is awesome. Thank awesome. you.
1: Thank oh, you. wow, thank you. That means so much to us. How yeah. long have you been listening to the Ronza Mocha Show for?
5: A very long time. Well, we're going on 13
1: <laughs> years. This is our 13th year on the radio together.
5: Well, you're absolutely wonderful. Wow. I, I just, you know, there's no other show in the morning that I would prefer to listen to than yours. Oh, wow. wow.
4: Uh, that means a ton. Yeah. yeah, it really does. It really does. Thank you so much. Kelly, we before really we let you go,
1: um, between Ronza Mocha, who's your
4: favorite?
5: Uh... I don't have a favorite. That's like not I true. Said, it's not true. I, you know what? You guys are individually. You bring so much to the show that equally, I love you both.
4: No, no, but you have to have one favorite, yeah. Kelly. Everybody answers this. You know that it's not like this is all on you and mm. only you.
5: I also like Damn It, Maury.
4: You know what happens yeah. to people who say Damn It, Maury? <laughs>
5: I. That's um.
4: Oh, That's no. That's what happens to people. Oh, no. That is so rude. That's so rude. That's so rude. <laughs> He's
1: also not part of the question. <laughs> That's so rude.
4: Come on now. I feel bad. That woman loved us. Love you, Kelly. I think, And I, I got to say, I, 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 I know Kelly wanted to say me. She just didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So uh, I'll take that win. No,
0: whatever, dude. So I'll dude. take that
4: win. I don't think Kelly, so. Kelly, feel free to call us back. If you want to get back on, you got to make a decision. Say me. I know it is.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
1: podcast. Uh, before we move on, can I take this call real quick? Yeah, please. Somebody's been waiting on hold for a real long time. Hello, go
4: ahead. Hi, good morning,
5: Roz and Mocha. This is Kelly. calling you back. Hi, Kelly. How's it going? <laughs> it's going great. How are you guys this awesome, morning? Awesome,
4: awesome, awesome.
5: What's going on, girl? Well, I just wanted to call you guys back and say thank you so much for playing my clip yesterday again on the radio because, to be truly honest, you know, after I called to profess my love for you guys and how much I appreciate your show and the me laugh all the way to work... As soon as I mentioned the unmentionable, you
4: hung up on me. Yeah, because that's the rules, I'll, I'll right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So hold to re- to recap, to recap, to recap. So you you talked to us yesterday and it was a lovely conversation Mm -hmm. right and then Mocha had asked as he does every call uh, between Roz and Mocha who's your favorite and you were very wishy-washy and indecisive and you did what a lot of people do which is when they don't have the heart to either say Roz or Mocha or they think that they're being unfair where somehow we're going to give our feelings hurt Uh, you did what a lot of people do which is you said damn it Maury and that's not part of the question Uh, and, and this has nothing to do with Maury it has everything to do with the people being indecisive and when you sort of back out of uh, the question with that answer you get hung up on and we've been doing that on this show for a very long time I it always breaks my heart a little bit but Mocha seems to do it with such glee uh, and they just Whoa. literally and just literally moves on with life and I'm sitting here stunned being like are, are, is that person still on the radio with us or not uh, be, and, but you are not you are gone uh, because that's just the way it goes uh, on this show so you would like to say what now ouch <laughs> That was Mocha that hung up? What, do you think it was me? No, that was from Tony totally Ross. Hold on oh, a second here. Really? Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Wait. A second. Do people think that I'm the one that hangs up? Maury, you're laughing right now. Do people think that I'm the one that hangs up on people well, on you the have show? all the controls in front of you. Shut up. Don't, don't even do that. Don't can't even see, do not say, do
6: you or do you not have a phone in front of you right I do now? not. I oh do boy. not. Oh, boys, I'm really
4: hurt. Hold on now. Hold on. People, you know what? And I don't know how I get labeled the, the, the a-hole on the show. I really don't. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Shut up, Maury. I think, I think you should be nicer. Okay? You should be this wonderful, beautiful
1: woman called in. Oh. Big fan of the show. And then all of a sudden you hang up. No, I didn't. No, Dog.
4: no. That's that's fake news.
1: <laughs> anyway, Kelly. Okay? Um, we love you on the Roz Mocha show.
4: Thank you very much for Roz, being a Roz, part of the show. The Shut up, Maury. Stop it. Yeah, keep,
1: keep your hands where we can see him,
4: Ross.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if, I,
4: if I had a nickel...
3: <laughs> Love you, Kelly.
0: Have a good day. Thank you. You too, boys. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So
4: Uber released their uh, their data on which cities in Canada have the highest average rider rating. So so these are how drivers rate their passengers. Oh wow! And then which cities have their lowest rider rating? Okay. So the highest rider rating. Uh, Lethbridge, Brantford, Ontario; Abbotsford, BC; Red Deer, Alberta; uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. At number one, highest rider rating. Mm. Lowest rider rating uh, at number five: uh, Hamilton, Ontario; London, Ontario; Montreal; Toronto; and Ottawa. So all the places that you expect to be rude, right? (laughs) Uh, But but if you update your Uber today, Mm -hmm. Uber now gives you a breakdown of how many times you have been given five stars, four stars, three stars, two stars, and one stars by drivers.
1: Oh, you can see that individually. You because can before you could see, you could only see your like overall a, rating. Yeah, an average rating, right? Yes, but you now could, you can break it down even more.
4: Now they break <gasps> it. Now they break it down for you. Damn. Right. Okay. Uh, so if you if you want to find if you want to find out, let me just sort of backtrack this here real uh, real quick. Uh, okay, so you have to go to your privacy center, mm-hmm. and then when you click on your privacy center. You have options, and you're going to choose um, see summary, where it says, "Would you like to see a summary of how you use Uber?" Uh And then you're going to say yes to that, and then it tells you how many trips you've done, how many times you've ordered Uber Eats, and then you get to your ratings, and then it says, "View my ratings." Um, So I have. Well, how long has
1: it been since you've used Uber? Oh, a while. But you, when you were, you were like a heavy uber A long user time. though right
4: yeah so can yeah, it go yeah, that yeah, far yeah. back
1: can you see so
4: yeah so it's it's all said? of it so and then it and that it gives you all your all your trips and how much you've spent on your trips which, Does it give which, you? i don't want to know
1: that i know it says like uh like it gives you the individual rating right yeah can you see like comments
4: like no. why you, you were given no, that no, rating? no 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 and, that, and that's the problem is that mm. you don't okay so uh did you find yours on yours maury
6: i'm updating right now
4: okay so, I have um 475 stars from trips. Wow, 470. Uh-huh. I have 12 four stars? Uh-huh. I have five three stars? Yeah. Here's the one that I find confusing. I have seven two stars. Okay? Like I understand if somebody hates you, mm-hmm. they're going to give you a 1, right? Yeah. I understand if somebody was, like, indifferent to you, maybe they give you a three. If somebody really, like, had a great time with me, they're going to give me a five. What the hell do you have to do to get a two? I don't understand a two-star rating. Maybe the driver
1: was trying to have a conversation with you, and you weren't, like, really engaging. But I was, like, what, sort of engaging? Maybe. (laughs) Like, half-ass, Yeah. Like you were kind of interested in what they were talking like about. Like a two. I don't understand it. Two, two rating. And they're like, man, that if you, guy rude. If you, Did you d- get a one? Anyone give you a one?
4: I got six ones.
1: Okay, hold no. on. You got to walk us six
6: ones. Okay, hold on. Go. Where, so we go into privacy. Walk me through this again.
4: Okay. Okay. Hold on. I know, no, I, I need know, to know because I, I feel like I, know, I got a I lot know, of ones. I know. I know. I know but I you know. don't
6: even use Uber. Uh, okay. I used to
4: use it a lot. Okay, Maury. You go to settings. Yeah. Scroll all the way down to where it says privacy. Yeah. And then you're going to click on privacy center. Yeah. Right at the top. Yes, sir. Okay. Then you're going to see that little thing where you can scroll. The first one is what you can view is uh, what can drivers see about riders. Don't click on that. Uh, How does your data uh, shape? Don't click on that. Click on the third one where it says, would you like to see a summary of how you use Uber? Request. you're going to click
6: on that. Enter your email. Enter your email. Oh,
1: God. (sighs) Maury.
6: You're not even logged in? No, I am. It told me, uh, I guess it's... Man, got time for all this. Ain't nobody got
4: time for that. So, uh, So in total... I have, uh, duh, 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 I've, oh, it tells you how many times I've ordered with Uber Eats, too. How many oof, times? Oof, oh, this hurts.
1: <laughs> okay, hit me, hit oh, me, hit me. Oh, no, see, hit I me. didn't know that. Uh-oh, the realization just hit. Go, go, say it. I didn't know that. Say it, say it, say it.
4: It says that I've ordered from Uber Eats four hundred and forty-six <gasps> times.
1: It's a right in the bank account,
4: huh? Four hundred and forty-six <laughs> times. Wow. Yo, the look
1: the look on your face oh, right now. I'm so no. shocked.
4: It also says that we've taken two thousand four hundred and thirty five trips together. No, I don't know what that means
0: (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story Hello, hello Is this Bethany? Yeah
4: (laughs) Hey Bethany Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story
13: (laughs) Thank you for having me
4: Okay, where does your story And when does your story Take place?
13: Okay, so let me preface my story by saying that I do not have a key fob, and my locks are sticky in my car, so I don't often lock my vehicle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay.
8: Oh,
4: God. Okay. Where do you live?
13: I live on Vancouver Island. Okay. uh, Nice little town called Nanaimo. (laughs) Okay,
4: yeah. Okay, perfect. So you're out in Nanaimo. (laughs) And uh, you're doing what?
13: Um, I was actually out in my buddy's Jeep. We were doing some floor-by-flooring. Me and my girlfriends were drinking in the back of the Jeep, and um, he was driving us around until about 2 a.m. Yeah. The next morning, I woke up, and it was raining really heavy, so I had my hood up. I went outside. Started my car, went back inside, um, came back outside about five minutes later, and I noticed that my seat was completely covered in mud. And because I didn't notice and I'd been drinking the night before out wheeling, I was like, was this me?
4: Not on like the like the, the floor mat, but like the, the mud was on the actual seat of the car?
13: Yeah, like all up the back of it, like all over the base of the seat. I was like, did I do this? Um, So I call my friend and he's like, yeah, I have a steam cleaner. Let's go to my work. So we're both there and we're screaming about how much mud is in my car. Like I got like two liters out of the seat. Like it was insanity. Wow. (laughs) So I'm talking about how it must have been like a homeless man, but he didn't take anything.
4: So you thought like maybe um, like, a, like a homeless guy crawled into your car and just like spent the the night kind of thing while you were out? Yeah. Yeah.
13: Um, the next day I texted one of my coworkers and asked if he could bring me a dehumidifier and a heater because my feet were soaking wet. Right. So I worked through the whole day. I came home took me about ten minutes to set up this dehumidifier and this heater in my car. Like I had extension cables coming out of the garage. Oh. I got it all. <laughs> <my sister. laughs> uh. Yeah. So at this point, it's Tuesday morning.
4: So but how I many how many how many days now since the since you found all the mud in your car?
13: So this is day three. Day three. Okay. <laughs> I get to work, park my car on the road, work through the entire day until about four forty in the evening. And I'm walking out to my car, and I'm like, why is there so much humidity? Like, all my windows are completely fogged up again. I was like, this is so weird. So I unlock my door, and I'm reaching across to put some tools in, and I hear, hey, can you let me out?
3: Excuse me? What?
4: (laughs) You get into your car, and then you look in the back seat, and like that little area between the back seats going into the trunk, you just see a face?
13: back at me but like those seats do not bend they are stationary so i honestly thought one of my friends was messing with me so i pull out my phone and i start recording and i'm asking him some questions and he tells me he's the son of the pope and that's when i'm like I am in danger.
4: Okay, okay. So I want to actually play that part because your video is so crazy. So, for everybody else, this is the moment that you turn around and you see uh, the guy's face coming out of the back seats uh, from your trunk. Listen to this.
13: Why are you in my trunk and are you naked? Yeah. What?
3: It's a rite of passage.
13: <laughs> to be. Uh, how did you get in there?
3: I'm the son of the Pope.
13: What the f- <laughs> Oh, my God. There's a man in my car. And so what I'm like, the hell did oh you do? God. Well, I realized that he's been in there since Saturday. Like, it's the only logical explanation. Like, he would have sat in the driver's seat he would have popped the trunk, got into the trunk, locked himself in there and he has been stuck in there for 3 days because there's no relief. So
4: did you let him out?
13: Oh oh yeah, I ran back to work, I got one of my coworkers and he was like called the cops, so the cops came and they let him out. They were they were they opened the trunk. And I'm like by the way, no. he was naked? He was naked. Naked and muddy. Naked and muddy. What?
1: The actual hell Okay. So did you ask him any questions like what happened How'd he get in there like how'd he get Naked and muddy I guess
13: (laughs) So when the cops showed up He asked if he could put his pants on and they were Like we would really appreciate that So he's coming out of the trunk Fully naked I'm like averting my Eyes because I was like it is Tuesday at 4.40pm like (laughs) I did not Sign up for this No. (laughs) Um, so he said that he thought he was being chased. Um, so he had sat in my car for a while. I actually received video footage from the neighbors of him getting into the front seat, um, a couple days later. And then I guess from the front seat, he was like, I better get in the trunk. But there's no safety rel- like latch in the car, so he literally locked himself in there, and it was just hiding. But I don't know if he was, like, unconscious or what. Like, why wouldn't you say something?
4: So what, what happened to the guy?
13: Um, the cop showed up, and it turns out he was a missing person. So once he told them his name, they were like, this is our guy. <laughs> I was like, I found him. Um, so they took him off. Um, I think they took him to the hospital because he was severely dehydrated. Yes. Um, <laughs> and also, the most important question I have been asked is like, where did he use the bathroom for three days? Yeah. Um, lo- luckily for me, there was no poop in my trunk. But there was definitely a lot of pee, which is probably where the smell was coming from. Oh
1: no! So you didn't need that steam cleaner <laughs> again,
13: huh? <laughs> oh yeah. At
4: some point, you got to think about just getting a new car, though, huh?
13: It's in ICBC's hands right now, the insurance company. So it sucks because my car is so nice. It's a little right-hand drive car from Japan. (laughs) I've only had it for a few months. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. That
4: sucks, girl. Okay, so uh, that is a hell of a story. Jesus. (laughs) Damn. Jeez. Well, thank you so much for that, Bethany. That was definitely a hell of a story.
13: Thank you. I'm hoping it doesn't happen again. <laughs> I yes.
4: don't think the chances are good.
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Somebody sent us
1: one of the funniest slow mo podcast oh, segments. Sake, doing this now. Oh my god, dude! It's so funny. Come on, man! It is so hilarious. So, uh, if you listen to our podcast. At half speed, it was discovered that uh, it sounds like you and I are wasted, right? Yes, yes, it does. The conversations, sometimes ridiculous, um, sound even more crazy and ridiculous because our words are very slurred. Yes. Right? Yes. But this is next level. Um, I guess because of the, the context of the convo, right? We don't sound drunk. This one, we sound high. Oh. Because we are talking about weed with... The biggest <sighs> weed head that we know, Rosamoca fan Fabian, right? Who, past like year and a half, has been growing, uh, Rosamoca. Speci- like he grew, grew his own strain of weed and named it Rosamoca. Yes, and he would check in every couple of months just to give us a status update on <laughs> the plants. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So yeah.
1: Uh, this is from this was submitted by the way from Rosamoca fan uh, Wesley from episode one fifty seven of our podcast. Available everywhere by the way. Just okay. search for Rosamoca if you uh, have not yet subscribed. And uh, we were talking to Fabian about this weed because we were reacting to pictures that he had sent us, showing the progress. Oh,
4: okay. Of the weed. Oh, so, so we're checking out
1: the weed for the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So we're we asking go. Fabian question questions, and Fabian's answering. What do they call it? A bud? I'm not a weed head, so
3: yeah. What is it? Yeah, one bud that I fully trimmed myself.
1: <laughs> okay, it looks like a piece of broccoli.
12: Yeah. <laughs> mm mm-hmm purple piece of broccoli.
4: <laughs> is that a big butt? Like, is that considered to be a big butt? Is that a nice butt? A, <laughs> nice size butt? nice size.
3: Nice, nice size. size yes, it okay. is. Yes. Oh now, way. would you yeah.
1: use that in <laughs> one
3: blunt, or would you... One blunt. That's oh, just okay. one, huh? <laughs> wow. That's one nice big size and then do you uh do you just like crush it
1: with your fingers or do you have like something that you crush it with? I got a grinder. A grinder.
3: You got a grinder? Okay. I got a grinder, yeah, yeah. I
10: stopped using my hands when I was
4: eighteen. Maury stopped using his hands at eighteen
3: too because of grinder. <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's
0: such a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good
1: one, man. <laughs> <laughs>
8: we sound like three sonars. Okay,
1: keep in mind, it's right? Like nonsense. I don't and I don't smoke, right? I don't smoke <laughs> weed. Oh
4: my god, that was a good line. Oh
1: wow! So listen, if you uh, oh, find a moment God's from sake, the podcast man. that, uh, when you slow it down at half speed, that you think would be funny for us to share with uh, Raza mocha fans everywhere, please submit it to us. Let us know the episode number. Let us know your name, like Wesley did. Shout out to Wesley for sending that in, and uh, just send us the clip or give us a timestamp, and we'll get that on the uh, I, on the radio.
4: I, I just pushing my stomach in so hard from laughing, I actually have to pee now. Oh, <laughs> I really That's do. One nice
0: big size j. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay,
5: so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix?
0: Roz and Mocha got you.
1: Elena, what's going on? It's Razamoka.
11: Oh, my God. I think I have the dog from hell, and I need
4: help. Okay. Oh, okay. Jump right into okay. it. Okay. Huh? Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold on now. Yeah, he's you sound hella stressed. You wrote it says, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I just got a new puppy, and I really thought I could do it all on my own, but he's being such a pain. I know he's a baby, but when he doesn't get his way, he screams. Uh, I've gone as far as putting a sign on my door so the neighbors don't think I'm torturing toddlers in here. Uh, I know Mocha has two dogs and recently got a New one. Uh, Maury has Andy, and I know Roz has had dogs in the past. Any advice on puppy training? Save my insanity. Mm. Uh, Mocha, you go first, and then uh, I want to get Maury's thoughts on this as well, because I know that they uh, brought Andy. And if you remember, uh, Maury brought uh, their dog, Andy Monroe. Uh, God, I, every time I say that, I have to clear my mouth. Uh, when, they, when, they, when they brought their dog, Andy Monroe, uh, to puppy school, uh, Maury and Matthew were those parents that held the dog back. Yeah. Like they didn't let him graduate grade one. They flunked him. <laughs> They
1: uh, flunked them. Real quick, did you sign Andy up for another round of classes? or? Classes
6: oh yeah. are starting soon um, once COVID restrictions ease up for the classes. So right. we're going back in like two weeks. Okay. okay. So
4: uh, so Mocha, we'll, we'll come back to you in a second more. Uh, so Mocha, you have Tig, who's an old man. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's nine now. You're golden. And then you have uh, Leo, who is your uh, puppy.
1: Yeah, he's right? like eight. Eight months
4: now. Eight months, and so, so do you even remember what it was like having a puppy? And so did no. Leo. Leo did come into the house and he just tear in stuff and up wrecked again.
1: wrecked everything. Okay, everything shook our world. So here's my question for you, Alana. First of all, how old is the dog, and what's the breed?
11: Um, he's three months old, and he's a Brittany, uh, which is like a Brittany Spaniel. Um, and he's real like you know what? For the most part, he's really good. But when yeah. he doesn't get his way, oh my gosh, like it is known.
4: What well, do you mean, yeah. get his way? What does that mean, get his way?
11: Um, like, if I leave him alone or if I tell him to stop biting something. <laughs> but he's sassy. Mm-hmm. He has an attitude. And I haven't even had my coffee yet this morning. I'm losing it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, it's because he's a puppy, right? And he's just wild and there are zero rules and you need to set rules in place. And I think at that age, uh, it's very important to spend as much time doing any type of training so that he knows that you are the boss. Because right now, uh, in your apartment or your condo, um, he is the boss. Or he at least feels that way and he is trying to prove his dominance over you so you need to put him in check.
11: Yeah, like how?
4: Well you <laughs> like need
11: besides telling him no like sternly because that's what I've been doing. Yeah
4: you need but, uh... much much like men, dogs thrive under structure and discipline. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um and you know and exactly that they need to know their place in the pack. And right now, your dog thinks that he's the leader of the pack. Mm -hmm. And you have to flip the psychology and dynamic of your relationship so he knows that he is to follow, not to lead. And how you do that, there are a ton of resources out there to help you with that. I know
1: with COVID restrictions, it's a little bit difficult. But have you signed up for puppy classes?
11: Um, He's a bit too young still. Like he hasn't had all his vaccines just yet.
6: Gotcha. Right.
11: Um, like I was thinking about like an in-home training. But I mean, it is pretty expensive. A lot of but,
6: schools like, also really offer easy. virtual training too, by virtual the way.
4: Virtual training for yeah, a dog? They yeah. do. They do. They
6: do. See, our
1: experience at home with the two different breeds of dogs, um, were quite different and the way we trained Tig we tried to train Leo the um the Australian Shepherd in the exact same way but that learning technique did not work for him at all where we went to the puppy school we did socialization with other pups and uh Leo's just a different more hyper active kind of kind of dog and we did we ended up doing like a one-on-one similar virtual like we were had videos sent to us um, but we signed up with a class, and we've been just doing practicing at home. And I, I got to tell you, it's the, it's the one-on-one alone time with your pup that really, in our experience at least, really helped so that Leo understood that he is not the one that's running the house, that we're running the house, and he needs to listen to us, right? And even taking him out uh, out around the block. I know your pup is only three months old, so probably can't last too, too long being out in public, <laughs> um but i think that being exposed to the world will will help regulate him a little bit more.
4: Let me read you this. I'm just going on a website here. Uh, most Britneys are sensitive dogs with a rather soft temperament. They respond best to calm voice and a light hand on the leash and do not do well in an environment with frequent tension or loud voices. Some Britneys, especially adolescents, are aggressively, uh, excessively submissive. Uh, some Britney Spaniels tend to whine persistently. No, that was not Maury's Wikipedia page. <laughs> um So I think maybe, you know, like breed of dog matters too, where Mm -hmm. they, you know, according to this, and again, this is just somebody's website talking about the breed, uh, they don't do well with the sort of, you know, yelling, don't, it's uh, it's the sort of soft temperament that will win them over.
1: Elena, have you reached out to... Any trainers who, like, their specialty is the breed that you have?
11: No, I honestly, I haven't. I've talked to a few who just said, like, you can't, yeah, same thing, like, you can't let him win. Yeah. Like, if he's whining, you kind of have to ignore it. But this still can go on for hours.
1: I think you should reach out to someone who knows that breed and has mm-hmm. a lo- years of experience with that breed. And I feel like that may help you manage the temperament, manage the activity in the house, uh, and manage his barking,
11: right? Yeah, no, I think that's really good advice, yeah. Well,
1: there you go, Alana. You have a couple of suggestions, uh, but I think number one is reach out to someone who knows the breed and who has experience with that breed that might be able to give you some uh, some additional tips.
11: Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. Thank you so much. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS.
4: Um. So, Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. Lohan. Uh, Lohan. Okay, so that, that's that's the that's the question, right? Is it is it Lindsay Lohan or is it Lindsay Lohan? And I've spent way too much time on this today. I'm gonna uh, tell you, Lindsay Lohan, okay, end of story. Okay. So here's the thing though, is that she joined TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. And so she joined TikTok and she was like, hey everybody, it's Lindsay. She said her last name and she said it in a way that everybody was like oh my god have i been pronouncing your name wrong this whole time uh and so here is lindsay lohan um lowen when she uh joined tiktok tiktok yes I cameo tiktok oh okay hey everyone
3: it's lindsay lowen and guess what now i'm on tiktok Hold on. Okay, wait, wait, so play say that again? Back again.
4: Play that back again.
3: Hey, everyone. It's Lindsay Lohan. And guess what? Now I'm on TikTok. Yo, why is she saying it different
4: now? So she says what? She says Lindsay Lohan. Listen.
3: Hey, everyone. It's Lindsay Lohan. And guess what? Now I'm on TikTok. Oh, okay. come on. Okay.
4: So the only person I ever heard say Lindsay Lohan was Tina Fey. Because Tina Fey, they did Mean Girls together, right? Yeah. And Tina Fey had done a lot of talking about um, Lindsay Lohan. And Tina Fey was always the only person I ever heard say it, Lindsay Lohan. So this is Tina Fey.
13: Please welcome the young girl. We have been assigned to mentor Lindsay Lohan.
4: Okay, so at that point years ago, I was like, maybe it is Lohan. Mm -hmm. And then, but I'm like, God, I think that when Lindsay says it, she says Lindsay Lohan. But then if you listen to her joining TikTok yesterday, she clearly says Lohan. But when you go back and listen to other examples of Lindsay Lohan, Lohan or Lohan saying her name like this is from 2018 with W Magazine.
3: Hi, I'm Lindsay Lohan, and these are my eight favorite lines from Me Girl. Yo
4: okay. girl, come on now. Okay, so that's clearly Lohan, and yeah. then here is 2019 Entertainment Weekly.
3: I've joined the MTV family, and I'm Lindsay Lohan. No, okay. Yo, you can't be switching them Clearly up like that, Lohan.
4: Girl. And then here is, uh, she's on Cameo. So here's Cameo 1.
3: Hi, everyone. I'm Lindsay Lohan, and I'm so excited to be on Cameo. Yo, and and she went, listen to
1: this. Okay. Hi, everyone.
3: I'm Lindsay Lohan.
1: Like, she went hard on the Lohan. Thank you. Hi, then, everyone.
3: I'm Lindsay Lohan, and I'm so excited to be on Cameo and connect with you all. Here's Cameo 2. Hi, Ava. It's Lindsay Lohan. I want to wish you a very happy birthday. No,
4: that's Bruh.
1: not fair. You can't be switching them up Bruh. like that.
4: She says it two different ways depending on the day. Have you ever heard somebody who, who like, changes the way that they pronounce their last
3: name? No. Hi, Ava. It's Lindsay Lohan. I want to wish you a very happy birthday. Hmm. Hi, everyone. I'm Lindsay Lohan, and I'm so excited to be oh, on Cameo. Those are two very all.
1: different
4: ways, Lindsay. Right? So, Not cool.
3: So I don't know. So everybody's freaking out going,
4: oh, my God, I've been pronouncing Lindsay Lohan's wrong name this whole time. But you haven't. But who is though? Everybody is, I guess, including both, her. Maybe both are right. But I don't. a real way. We I, not, now we don't know if Lindsay Lohan Lowen, right, doesn't stick to one. Then I don't think that there is a right or wrong way to say it. Like she'll answer to both. Yeah, but like she really hit Han on that one. Thank you.
3: And then in yeah. the new one, she's clearly like, "Listen, hi everyone. I'm Lindsay Lohan, and I'm so excited to be on Cameo. And like that was a well. hard hand. That's, that's, <laughs> Right? Hi, yeah. Ava, it's Lindsay Lowen. I want to wish you a very happy okay. birthday Who does poor, that? poor Ava, paid for that cameo and got cheated <laughs> Cheated
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast
1: Careful out there It is
4: Pretty slick How was it for you? Because you and I come in from two very different Parts of the city to get here every day Oh man The snow in my neighborhood It
1: was a lot
4: You take what and what and what to get here
1: I take, oh, the 404. 404. All the way until it turns into the DVP.
4: Gotcha. So you're all so, 404 all the time. Yeah. Okay.
1: So the plows had hit a little bit of the 404, and then I caught up to them, I think like six plows, Yeah. and stuck in traffic. I knew this was going to happen, so mm-hmm. I prepared.
4: Gotcha. I left
1: my house 10 minutes earlier than I normally and would. And how
4: was it up there north of the city? Oh, terrible. Like like residential areas, Resident- terrible? The, the, like-
1: the, the um... Streets hadn't been plowed in my neighborhood yet, right? So there was only it was me making the tracks because nobody in my oh, neighborhood leaves. Huh? It was
4: just me That's making the tracks. Such a beautiful thing, though.
1: And then um, when I got to the main road, the plows had had gone by, but only one lane was really, really carved out. Gotcha. Yeah. Until I got to the highway, yeah. And then it was fine. I just I just took it it's, easy, and yeah. then I, I got stuck behind. I think it was like six or seven plows on the DVP. Heading south, and then I got off at at Bayview. I 4. think
4: a lot of people are just going to bail on today. Full stop. Kids, I think kids, so. they, uh, kids in the city don't have to go to school today. Well, there's
1: a bunch of kid, uh, a bunch of schools that already have a PA day today. Yeah. But then schools in Halton announced that they're closed, and then Peel. So far, Peel and York say that schools are open.
6: Right. How was your drive in more? It was shockingly fine. Yeah. I followed a truck the whole way. <laughs> no spinning. Oh, there was tons of spinning. Oh, okay. But when you follow a truck, like he creates the path, and you just follow in his wake. When Maury, when when that light turns green, if Maury's at a red light, like he mm-hmm. guns it, right? Like
4: Has to. It's so it's it's so wild. I drove behind Maury one time after a snowstorm, the whole way down, like this, like probably about two two three kilometers. I drove behind you, and it was it was like it was such a sight to see. Like it's not that, it, it, and I don't blame the car at this point because Maury does drive uh, a a Yaris, right? Mm-hmm and, it's, and errat- it's
1: he drives erratically
4: he drives right. erratically but but it, it's it's a tiny it's a tiny little yaris and there is uh, no snow tires on it so watching it's it's hysterical to watch by the way also, also slightly. F-
6: i don't know if this matters but there are now three different kinds of tires
4: no it doesn't matter you're fine
6: okay why is on it your why, car? Do you, why do you
4: have three different kinds well, of tires well because i got a
6: flat tire at the end of last year yeah and i Another brought it one? in and uh, yes and, um, God. so then <laughs> the, somebody in the parking lot, we talked to the guy, helped me put on the spare. right. And then when you t-
4: cried, that's right, you got a flat yeah. tire in a parking garage. yeah, and you were you with Matt, and you were too? with Matthew. Yeah, and you guys would gotten a giant fight because he blamed oh, you for the yeah. flat tire. Totally his fault, right? Um, so then, Man, when I brought way, it in, Matthew was a passenger that day, right? Yeah,
6: but right. he told me that yeah. where I parked wasn't a parking spot, and it really was. Right? Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. No. Now yeah. I, yes. I remember. Now right. you
4: remember.
6: So when wow, I brought it in, every time
1: you get a flat tire, you cry, huh?
6: <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 so I bought like a like a super cheap tire. Like What's a super cheap? cheap, like it was something like $76, and the guy was like... But what makes it cheap, though? He said, I highly suggest you don't go on highways with this.
1: Oh.
4: <laughs> like he sold you a spare tire. mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He
6: said it'll get you to your next oil change, but not much past that. And how
4: long has that been now?
6: I'm due now for the oil change, so, oh.
4: yeah. And what are you going to do about the tire situation?
6: Oh, I have to change it. <laughs> <laughs> Because so, I just needed it to get me to Thanksgiving.
3: <laughs> we are way past that. Damn, bro. Hey.
6: The Roz and Mocha Show.
0: Podcast.
1: Let me play this for you. Camila Cabello and Ed Sheeran have a song together. Oh, yeah? Coming out on March 4th called Bam Bam. Um, Camila posted on IG. Bam Bam. March 4th with at uh, Teddy's Photos. One of my favorite people and artists ever. Also, my birthday is the day before, so triple win is what the song sounds
3: like. Now I'm out dancing with strangers. you could be.
1: That's all they released
4: so far. I love it. I understood five words of what she said.
1: Oh. Am I alone on that? <laughs> but you like it?
4: Yeah, I mean, I love the beat. I like the guitar. I, I like I love her voice. I just but like she and who's the other one I never understand? Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande, yeah. Ariana Grande. I like I like I like I hear like the, the like sounds that's mm-hmm. like the, the sounds resemble words.
1: And it sounds nice.
4: And it sounds nice. Yeah. yeah like it's sonically pleasing. Um, but they, there's, they're, they're just sounds, though.
1: I don't know if Ed Sheeran is only playing guitar or if he drops a verse mm. in the song. Um, I love that the two of them got together for an up tempo song, and yes. it's not like another ballad yes. or something a little bit more uh, down tempo. Play it, Can
4: you play it again? I'm trying to understand. Just what's figure out going the words. On. Yeah, I'm just trying okay. to understand what's going on here.
3: be casually so Don't fast. know what that is. I say life is yeah, that's just life baby. Yeah, love came around and knocked me down but I'm back on my feet.
4: I, okay, I get that I part. Say, me,
3: what see. did she say there?
8: Yeah, oh, we just oh, sent oh, us the, yeah, uh, okay, the song because, lyrics. Oh, now I go understand. It again?
4: No, now I understand. Because that one thing I don't understand is because it's actually not in English. Oh. <laughs> That's why. Oh. <laughs> the Spanish part. Yeah, that part.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, I like it, though. Oh, man, that's all like, its, uh, it's that's all puts you in a good mood, I huh? I know, and it's been a long time since there's been a song that sounded like that. Yeah. Right? Like a very long time since there's been a song that sounded you remember, like
1: that. Um, remember when it was, te- let me see if I still have it here,
4: the Ed Sheeran
1: and Taylor Swift? Because here are two mega superstars mm. that teamed up for the one track off of his album. Okay. They redid a song, and everyone was so excited because it's like, Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift yeah. getting together, and then they release a song, and it was just like this mm. down tempo, yeah, slow, yeah, 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 and the yeah. song
6: never really took off. No, same thing with uh, when Camila had one with Pharrell; it never took off, but it was a really good song called Sangria Wine.
1: Oh, yo, you love that song, Dude, right? Dude, that is the best. I don't song know if I, have ever. I heard that.
6: Yes, you have. Have I? Absolutely, yeah. 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 <laughs> Sangria Wine, Sangria Wine. <laughs> How else not, does it is go? Is that how it goes, Shem? Yeah. That, that's not how it goes. It is goes? how it
4: goes.
7: No, no, no,
4: not at all. Not at all. No. no. How, off how does am it go?
6: I? How does it go, Maury? Sangria wine. Sangria wine. Okay. And how does it actually go, Sham?
4: Not that. Not like that. No. no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
4: Uh, can we talk Kanye real quick? Yeah. So he had that big event last night. Mm-hmm. Yo, you sound so hype. The Donda time, bro. <laughs> What a disaster uh, this whole thing was. Uh, so we kept fans waiting for two hours.
1: Not cool, man. We know
4: that. Mm-hmm. Um, to live stream the listening party of Donda 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he finally did show up, this is from the article I was reading. Um, okay. The follow-up to uh, last summer's Donda felt more akin to an overhyped drop of discarded and disjointed tracks rather than a full-fledged studio album replete with choppy audio and a number of glitches he played a couple of new tracks which centered on his selfishness feelings disconnected uh from his four uh children and his estranged wife kim kardashian and then he took another swipe at pete davidson so he played that one track which was what was a song where he took the oh, uh, easy yeah where he was like uh god save me from that car crash just so i could beat pete davidson's ass oh yeah. And then in another song, he says that, uh, he says this, meaning I'm speaking of Pete Davidson. So Kanye says this, he's not a threat. Send him a text, put him in a time out secure. Uh, and then he goes, I'll put your security at risk. Never stand between a man and his kids wow right so that was from a song called Sec- and he said security. he doesn't feel threatened yeah so that was from oh, a song called security and i'll read that again uh he's not a threat Send him a text put him in a timeout i'll put your security at risk never stand between a man and his kids and then the he went a little easier on kim kardashian uh so you do hear kim i guess on the album and it's for a song called sci-fi where i guess kanye sampled what kim said in her monologue on SNL.
13: i married the best rapper of all time.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Of course.
1: It's a very Kanye thing to do.
11: Not only that, he's the richest black man in America.
13: A talented, legit genius who gave me four incredible kicks deep is dying right now
1: oh, dying. oh
8: dying. So dying. <laughs> <Look> my <laughs> god
1: I'm not into
7: it even
1: shum shaking his head you yeah. watched this whole thing last I night i watched didn't it you? last
7: night it was the sound errors it just sounded terrible and, and there was a lot of memes going around that kind probably going to kill his sound guy because it was it was really bad really yeah really, really there bad
1: was, there yeah. was one part where he was performing a song called jail and then i was like because I, I watched a little bit of the video and I couldn't understand why until I read that he actually threw he did. the microphone mm-hmm. on the ground because he was so upset. Yeah, right. It was terrible. This is this is the part I'm talking about. Yeah. So he's performing, and then you're gonna hear something he hit.
4: Oh, right there. It sounds Whoa. like fireworks. But of course, the of course the vocals keep playing because it's on track, right? Yeah. yeah. But right here, listen.
1: Right? <laughs> like it was all bad news for Kanye last night.
3: All bad news.
4: I don't know, man. Listen,
1: I um I don't know if you guys watched the Kanye documentary no, that they have on I'm Netflix. Not, Episode two is out today, I can't. I right? Can't. I so can't. like I don't know. I I used to have like a soft spot for Kanye, and yeah. I really, really enjoyed the documentary because yeah. that Kanye is the version that I grew up with right right following his career from the very beginning and and it was i found it insightful because i saw everything that led up to his record deal and releasing the first album sure right so i'm getting all the 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 behind the scenes stuff so that's the kanye that i know and then you know obviously it's going to take us through the the evolution but this one (laughs) this version (laughs) of kanye is a person I don't know, I can't defend whatsoever. No. And I try to listen to the albums, I try to listen to the music with my original Kanye fandom ears, yeah. and I just can't get yeah. into it.
4: Yeah, and this goes back to, you know, as well, which everybody always falls back on the thing with Kanye that he's a genius, right? Uh, and that's the sort of thing. But the Kanye is now at, at a point in his life and in his career where, you know, the genius tag has stuck... But he hasn't done anything even remotely close to genius in how long now?
7: Years, years,
1: like ten years, years, maybe? maybe ten years, maybe longer than that.
7: I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I think the Kanye genius tag is overrated. So quite honestly, I, like
4: genius for what? I think genius. Genius is attributed oftentimes to incredible creative bursts and. Eccentricities that somebody who is a creative, successful creative may fall into even accidentally. Mm -hmm. And when you have that kind of fan base, you can release a lot of garbage and people will accept it because you are you are called a genius. And this is and I'm not even talking his music. I'm talking a lot of the stupid clothes he thinks are cool too. Yeah. I think I right? think Kanye you know I now mean?
1: in his in his career <laughs> in the the longevity or I guess his uh his timeline of releases. Yeah. He has now had more horrible years than he's yes. had Great years. Yes. Like his la in my opinion, his last great year musically was I think it was two thousand and nine when he released Beautiful yeah. Dark Christian Fantasy. Right. It's a long, time, Fantasy, ago. Right? That's a long and time. Since ago. then, up to now, it's just this is the Kanye I don't know. This yeah. is the Kanye I can't defend. This is the Kanye that's the new Kanye is now older than the old Kanye. Yes,
4: yes, right? yes, yes, yes. But anyway, uh, you can buy the album for that uh, $230 if you buy that dongle that he released. Oh, God.
0: Oh, so <laughs> God, God, no. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys
3: give me?
5: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix.
0: Roz and
1: Mocha got you. Leila, what's up? It's Roz and Mocha.
2: Hey, Roz and Mocha.
1: What is going on with you?
2: So, I'm missing my ex, and I'm just wondering if I made a mistake.
1: <laughs> Layla, do me a favor. I know you sound hard. You're, you're very heartbroken. Uh, I need you to speak into the very bottom of the phone or stop moving around because it's very hollow. It sounds very muffled where you are.
2: Oh, sorry. Okay.
1: okay. Are we on Are we yeah, on Bluetooth guys? or anything? Yeah. Or,
4: uh, yeah, perfect.
2: Uh, no, I'm not. My phone just kind of sucks right now. But...
4: Okay. Okay. So, Layla, what's going on with you, hon?
2: So yeah, like I said, I'm missing my ex and I'm just worried if I made a mistake,
4: you know? you're missing your ex and you're worried if you made a mistake. You wrote us says, Razumoka fixed my life. I finally got my ex to delete me from social media and everything else, but I've been missing him like crazy. Uh, the people that I've been talking to lately just don't compare. I'm wondering if it was maybe a mistake to cut him off forever because he now has me blocked. I love and miss him with every fiber of my being, and it kills me that I have to pretend he doesn't exist in order to move on. We've been broken up for almost four years now, but it officially ended in August. What do I do? Why did you guys break up, Layla?
2: Um, So basically, he he went out one time and like, he kind of cheated on me. Kind of? Kind of
4: cheated on you. What does that mean? Kind of cheated on you?
2: Well, like, he kissed somebody, right? Yeah. And then he ended up telling me the next day. So, previously, like, so somebody close to me got sick, right? And I had to work overtime, so I started hard to talk about
4: did you cheat on him
2: no i didn't cheat on him i just i did something i probably should have never done that kind of affected my health and i didn't tell him about it until he told me that he cheated so he's like basically i opened pandora's box and you were holding all these things in so i guess that like rubbed him off the wrong way and we broke up because of it
4: hold on what did you do
2: I did drugs.
4: Yeah. What kind of drugs?
2: Uh, It was like Coke just to stay up.
4: So, so wait a second. So you were doing, you were doing Coke and then you told him that you were doing drugs and then he was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing drugs. Well, I cheated on you.
2: Yeah. So I did that like six months before, but I never told him about it. Right. Right. I was just doing it to work extra shifts, stay up. I didn't want it to be a part of my life. So I didn't tell anybody about it.
4: Okay. But it was a part of your life. At that point, yeah. Yeah, and is it is it currently or no? Uh, hell no. Okay, so then he cheated on you.
2: Yeah.
4: And then how many times did he cheat on you? I Just that one time. I think that you're dealing with, like, a little bit of regret and... Uh, there wasn't the kind of closure you wanted and that maybe you were pissed off at the time and that those feelings are, you know, you can get over somebody kissing somebody else, even though it's a terrible thing to do. You know, millions of couples have done it. Um, Mm -hmm. and now you're regretting the decision. So, so he, he said that he kissed somebody and you were like, get out of my life, right?
2: No, I never, I never said
4: that. Oh, so what, so how did, why were you telling him to delete you off social media? Then you said, you, I finally got my ex to delete me from social media.
2: The reason we broke up was that reason two years ago we've been broken up for four years and this the whole four years has been like on and off you know what i mean
1: on and off what on and off like relationship like you would still get together you'd still hook up you'd still be in each other's lives
2: yeah so for the first two years so for the first two years of our breakup it was like that and then i got annoyed on the third year and i was like what the hell is this you know you can't come back into my life and then leave my life it's just like you're putting me in a downward spiral so he's like you know what i think it's best that we stop talking so we didn't talk for nine months, and then he came back into my life, said he's done some thinking and wants to see where this can go. And then we're texting, and he's, like, telling me about what he wants, to, what he wants in a woman and, you know, what he hopes for in the future. And I'm just like, well, I'm here. Am I not enough? what did he say? And he's just like, you know what? I'm not looking for a relationship. I was like, then you need to leave me alone at this point. Because you're really like it's starting to affect my life. You're holding me back.
4: Mm-hmm. So you so, want you want the guy that didn't want you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's classic. You you got you, uh, you got to move on.
1: Yeah. You just listed off a whole bunch of reasons yeah. as you, to you why you're on. not good for each other. Yeah.
2: It was just confusing, you know, because. Of course it but is. He'd like, try to make me trust him and, like, yeah, yeah. tell me all these things I yeah, want to do. Yeah, because hear. you're
1: comfortable, it's convenient to have you around, it's convenient to have somebody uh, to talk to and to be able to hang out with and possibly hook up with until he, you know, finds, no offense, but finds somebody that he wants to be with,
2: right? I don't know, Mocha, like, he was my best friend, too, you know?
4: Yeah, but you're not his.
2: That sucks to hear.
4: That's the truth.
2: So what do I do? Like, do I just leave it alone? And- yeah, yeah.
4: yeah you he do. left
2: you alone. He like went and deleted. You just said he You're- deleted
1: you off of everything, which means he doesn't want any part of your life. I know it sucks to hear all of this, and but I feel like you need the truth right now. And the truth is, the two of you don't belong together.
4: Yeah. Like yeah. I told him to delete me because I was just sick of it. He's yeah, like, of course. Yeah, is that what you want? Yeah, because, yeah. listen, you're going to start making real horrible decisions for somebody who doesn't want you just because they mean more to you than you mean to them. And you're going to you're gonna put yourself in a position of where you're constantly going to feel bad about yourself. Constantly. Yeah. And that is not a healthy place to be.
2: Exactly. And that's the way it was, you know? Like, yeah.
4: So why do you want to go back there? It, why do you want to go back there? You think you're going to change him?
2: Well, no, like, I just, like... I know what love feels like, you
1: know? Yeah, but he doesn't, I know,
4: know, but it doesn't feel like that for him.
1: You're only thinking about the the good times that you guys had and shared, right? And you're wanting, you're like yearning for that, those moments for those feelings, but you're not going to get that. You're going to end up in the exact same place that you are right now, which is feeling terrible and depressed and just hurt. No,
2: that's true.
1: Absolutely. You got to move on, Layla.
4: And, just, and, just, and just, remind, just remind yourself that, you know, it's not like you're not, it's not like he's, you're, he's just waiting for you to do that one right thing. He doesn't love you.
1: Okay. You're going to be fine. You're going to get through this and you're going to be better for it.
3: I hope so. Okay. I love you
1: guys. okay. okay. All right. Love, love you,
4: you too. too.
0: Take care. Raz and Mocha's Fix My Life
3: on KISS.
1: Hello,
10: Roz and Mocha, who's this? Hi, this is Kirsten. What's up? Hey, I talked to you guys four years ago uh, about Silicon Valley. You guys showed me that. I just want to say thank you for showing me that. So still <laughs> one of my favorite shows.
1: Yo, Silicon Valley, if you have not yet watched that. Not uh,
10: best. But anyway, so what I wanted to call, it's uh, one, it's my birthday. Oh, so happy birthday. Thank you. Two, I'm starting a new job soon i was testing you guys so for me my work hours it's hard so i have to test you guys so i've been like obsessed with the podcast uh so i actually have today off (laughs) because i've been working like every day so i took today off stayed up just to call you guys to try to get through
1: oh thank you oh
10: so i'm starting a new job uh it's a huge opportunity for me. I'm super nervous about it. I just wanted a bit of advice if that was okay with you guys.
4: Why are you nervous?
10: So I'm a tattoo artist. You can blur out my Instagram name and theirs. Yeah. But if you could compare that, I just want you to look at it because I applied not thinking I had a shot and they hired me and the work is intimidating to me.
4: Oh, you don't think you're good enough?
10: Yeah.
1: But they hired you for a reason. They must have liked the yeah, the, the, the artwork that I you do
10: like a junior I'm only four years in i've been like self teaching a lot like it's it's intimidating and this is an opportunity like it's the best shop in the area. By a long shot, the guy who owns it is an internationally lo- known, award-winning
4: artist. So I think that you need to be honest with them, and I think that you need to be honest with yourself. Yeah. And, and, and when I say that, I think that you need to go in there and be like, Mike, this is an incredible opportunity." But I don't think I you should go. I don't think you should go in there and sort of be try and be somebody that you're not. I think that you need to lean on them, and they need to know what you're capable of, so they're not asking more of you. This is a you're talking permanent yeah. things on so, on people. So I think that you need to make it perfectly clear that you are still very much in the learning process and you're just incredibly grateful for the opportunity to learn from oh. such talented artists
10: so when I walked in for the interview I uh, walked in, they showed me the shop, they sat me down, they said so do you want a job? I was like yeah yeah." <laughs> and that was basically it but it's oh, just these <laughs> artists that work there and they told me that I do good work and stuff but it's intimidating to me because these are artists that I've looked up to yeah. in like my whole late like career
1: but now that you work there and you're gonna be with these tattoo artists like now you can have you know time or you have the opportunity to learn from these people that you just said that you looked up to right yes. like the the time that you're actually not working that you're not tatting somebody up you could sit if they're cool with it uh while
4: they are doing their artwork on someone and learn from them
10: oh Absolutely.
1: So
4: I think that you just you need to uh, you you need to play to your strengths and they need to know what those are.
10: Yeah.
4: Being open about your current ability, because obviously they see talent in you. And don't try and be something that you are not. Be the thing. Oh, that, I would be, never. Be, be, but, but just what I'm saying is that be the person. Like, don't be intimidated. Be the person they hired. Mm-hmm. They know. They know your portfolio. They know what you're capable of. That's what you have to do. And then just make yourself available at every opportunity to, to get better.
10: yeah no, you're completely right. And I think it's intimidating because I'm the youngest starting in the shop. And sure. I'm right now, the shop I work at, I am the head of it right yeah. now. Yeah. And four years in, I shouldn't be.
4: You're gonna be fine. You're, you're psyching yourself out, girl. Girl, yeah. you're psyching yourself out. You, sometimes when you, you when you're learning and you're getting good and when talent is developing, you can't see the progression yourself. It takes somebody else to see that it, in you. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that you even realize how good you've become. Yeah. Okay. Let yourself be. Let yourself be that.
10: Would you guys look at my page at least?
4: Yeah. What's your What's your Instagram?
10: Uh, I DM both of you.
4: There you are, my love. Yeah, your stuff's good.
10: I appreciate that. Like I I have a long way
4: to go. There's a lot I want to yeah, learn. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, your stuff's good. I like that flower. I want to get a bunch of flowers. Hey,
10: if you guys
4: want something, I'd do it. <laughs> hey, no. uh, yeah, no, <laughs> hey yeah, you are going your, to be your fine. Stuff, your stuff is good. Don't, and don't also,
1: worry about it. Good for you for calling in and sneaking an FML out of this. <laughs>
4: Wait
10: you asked me the question, though?
1: Curse between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite?
10: Always been Roz. <laughs>
4: huh?
10: Always been Roz. Always
4: oh. been Roz. Oh, okay,
10: then. Mocha. Right. See, Mocha
4: doesn't listen when he doesn't hear his own name.
10: No, no, it's always Roz. Since I've been listening, always Roz. I
4: there heard you go. loud and clear, girl. Thank you so much. Yeah, hey, your you're, stuff's beautiful. You're, 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 you're going to you're be amazing. It. You're going to be great.
10: I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. All Have right, a hon. wonderful day. You too. Bye.
4: The Roz
1: and Mocha Show podcast.
10: podcast.
1: Yesterday was Patty Day. Beef patty day. Oh. Big celebration everywhere. We used to call them Jamaican patties growing up. Was that wrong? No, not at all. No, No, not at all. Not at all. And people were celebrating all day. It was wonderful. My feed was just full of people like eating beef patties or going to their favorite beef patty place or just showing photos of like, like back in the day photos of them eating beef patties. Right. So it was a wonderful day. And then later in the day, the celebration turned into fear and sadness. Oh, no. Because in Toronto... One of the most famous beef patty places. They've been in the city for 43 years. Okay, Randy's. That's a long time. On Eglinton West, Randy's in, Patties. Yeah, in Little Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, right. Survived like through the the LRT crosstown construction. Everything. So many businesses. When you drive up and down Eglinton, right? Yeah. You see boarded up or closed, closed down completely. Yes, sir. Randy's survived because they make. The best beef patties in the city. Okay. Okay.
4: What can I ask you before we continue? Yes. What makes them so good?
1: Uh, it is the way they. Is so, the, so first is of it all, fillings. Yes, because they don't use, like, garlic powder or they don't use, like, onion powder. They use, like, fresh ingredients, like gotcha. fresh onions, fresh okay. peppers,
4: fresh everything. What's right? more important to you when it comes to a, uh, a a patty? Is it the flaky outside or the filling inside? For
1: me personally, yeah, I don't know how Deepa, you feel, or Shem, how you guys feel, but for me it's all the flavoring on the inside on the and inside. especially the beef that they use. Okay, I right? gotcha. You yep. guys, You yep. guys feel the same way? Like the pastry, I agree. I like I love a buttery pastry. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And a place like Randy's, they do everything by hand. They make like hundreds a day. They have like five people working in the back there. Okay.
4: Right? So so Randy's is known. They're like the oh, best, right? Known. Okay.
1: So they go on Instagram yesterday, yeah. And I went and checked. And I don't know if you guys saw, but that post has been taken down. And I don't know if it's because of the influx of reaction they got, but they announced that they're closing. And they announced not like, "Hey, by the way, in the next couple of months we're closing." They yeah. were like, "Guys, we're closing on Saturday." Oh, wow! Wait,
9: it's this Saturday? This
1: <laughs> Saturday, Randy's is closing after being at that location for forty three years. Really? Yeah. And then the Did reaction? They say why? So they said it's
9: like supply
4: issues, supp- I think.
1: manufacturing and yeah. supply shortages gotcha. is the reason, right?
4: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: So somebody then posted on their Instagram a story that BlogTO put together, right, that Randy's is closing. And then Drake, who follows that particular person, commented and was like, yo, I'll buy Randy's right now.
4: Right. Right? Yeah. Which
1: is fantastic. Like, Drake knows the history of Randy's in this city and why it's such an important establishment. But you also have to remember, Drake, manufacturing and supply. It's not just (laughs) the...
4: You're buying up the company. Drake's got his own plane.
1: But Drake has the ability (laughs) to make things better, right? So the comments were flying in all day. People said, "Uh, I told my dad about Randy's Paddy's closing and he simply didn't believe me. Another person said, I'm actually so sad that they are closing Randy's Paddy's. Every time I used to go in here, uh, it was with my papa after a trip to the library. I can't imagine losing one more piece that keeps his memories alive for me. Mm, Uh, We need Drake to buy that place and to keep it. Randy's Patties is historical; is a historical landmark and represents the heart and soul of Little Jamaica. Yeah. And so many people feel the same way. And let me tell you, one person on our team, mm-hmm. this news affected them. Okay. So much. Okay. Took it to heart. Okay. That mm-hmm. in his quest to help save Randy's Patties, right. Shem yeah. came in here before the show started. Right. Wrote, yeah, sang, yeah, and produced a song. Oh, a tribute, yes. Like because, we are the
4: world for Randy's Patties, yes. Because this
1: news affected him. He was like, "Yo, this news—it affected me all night. I was thinking about this all night that I I couldn't sleep." And he came in and like all within an hour put together this song. Patty Aid, yeah. <laughs>
9: So, didn't you come in like two o'clock in the morning to do
1: this? (laughs) Yes, I did. If you're a fan of uh, Randy's Patties and you want to hear this play or you want to see this place stay, I don't know if this is going to do anything from the Razamoka show to help support and to get the word out there. But I mean, according to Randy's Patties, they're only going to be open until Saturday at that Eglinton West location. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do what you can to go in at some point over the next three days to go and support them. Yeah, right. A staple in the city. Uh, but this for them, Randy's Patties from the Ronza Mocha show, specifically Shem, who is saddened okay. by this news,
7: is for you. This is my story about beef patties. Toronto story about beef patties. Hi. I remember those days when I would go home from the West End all the way to Scarborough and I never did care if I went alone when my belly would rumble. It's time to go and Randy's been a staple in Toronto and you know Eglinton West has been its home. I remember eating patties with bread that's cocoa now I hear it is closing that's a no-no when I first heard the news it was on blog I could not believe it thought it was a joke but Drake done step up now for Toronto said he put money to it so it don't close uh, summertime springtime and in the snow Randy's always got a lineup right out the door for 43 years it's been the place to go if it close I would feel real low Mr. Randy we got to save it <laughs> Before it shut down, you can replace it. Now, how does that sound? Part of the fabric in that part of town. Rah, ra Little Jamaica, you have to rate we. No disrespect now to the other bakeries. We have to come together and save Randy's. Bra, brah, brah, brah. Hey. Oh,
4: wow. Wow. Come on now. Come
1: on right? now. Yo, save Randy! Save Randy, please!
0: Yo, that was so good, Jim. Thank you. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Let's whisper,
0: okay? It seems you're
4: you have a very aggressive whisper. What do you mean? Like you just can you just whisper? I am. No, that's not. It's weird the way you whisper. You whisper like this. Why are you yelling? I'm not, You have a weird aggressive whisper. I don't want to whisper with you. You're not a good whisper, buddy. What if I whisper like this? That's whispering. Are you ready? I am.
0: Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast news break.
4: Uh, Rosie O'Donnell (laughs) uh, is apologizing. Oh no! What Rosie do now? Oh, Rosie stepped in it bad. Oh, she's always doing something, huh? Oh, Rosie, Rosie stepped in it bad. Okay, people, you assume that famous people know. All famous people from their banquets and their meetings and the emails and the group chats between all the famous people. So you assume all famous people know every other famous person. So Rosie O'Donnell was out with her family at Nobu in Malibu, Mm -hmm. and they ran into uh, Nick Jonas and his wife, Mm -hmm. who is Priyanka Chopra. Chopra. So... Rosie O'Donnell knows Nick Jonas Uh uh, Knows of Priyanka Chopra But obviously not well So here's the first TikTok That Rosie O'Donnell um, posted Where she was talking about How she really stepped in it at Nobu
14: Everybody it's me Rosie O'Donnell And I just embarrassed my son And his girlfriend Teresa And Fran Drescher Because seated next to us At Malibu at Nobu was Nick Jonas and his wife, someone Chopra, oh which I always assumed was Deepak Chopra's daughter. No. So oh when I said, hi, Nick Jonas, you were great in kingdom and hi, I know your dad. She goes, you do? Who's my dad? And I'm like, Deepak. She's like, no. Oh no, and Chopra is a common name. I was like, Woo. <laughs> I felt so embarrassed. Didn't you think that Nick Jonas was married to Deepak Chopra's daughter? Am I the only one who thought that?
0: Yeah, you are.
4: You had one job.
14: I had one job, my kid said, and I messed it up. All right, so Nick Jonas, I apologize. And to uh, the Chopra wife... (laughs) Okay
4: So so then Rosie's Timeline gets flooded. Deepak Chopra By the way, um, like best-selling Indian Author, one of the world Leaders in alternative medicine Mm. Like, okay, friends with Oprah Like the very famous Chopra Right? Mm -hmm. Um, So then What happens is Rosie's timeline gets Filled with people who A. agree with Her, Mm -hmm. that they also thought that um, Priyanka Chopra was Deepak's uh, Daughter, but also people going in on Rosie for saying how do you not know Priyanka Chopra and only refer to as the Chopra wife or something Chopra Right. so then Rosie has to go back on TikTok
15: okay good morning everybody (laughs) so I'm reading the comments about my Nick Jonas and his wife Priyanka Chopra who I mistakenly thought was Deepak's daughter (laughs) and um, people thought that she was rude she wasn't rude it was just awkward you know I mean, I'm sure she gets sick of that. I'm sure I'm not the only one. According to the comments, a lot of people thought that too. But she's apparently a very well-known actress and more famous than him, people were saying. So so I'm sure it felt weird to her to begin with. Well, yes. And anyway, Priyanka is her name. Priyanka, (laughs) I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And um, I just want to apologize to her and to everyone who thought that it was really inappropriate of me. Sorry. You know, sometimes I... F- <laughs> I did it, know, boo. TikTok, you don't stop. Okay. So, Deepa, oh, you're dying.
4: no. You're dying.
15: I'm,
9: like, that's mildly racist <laughs> for you to see. But it's, that but it's a
4: last name. It wasn't just okay. like...
9: Yeah, but, like, are you going to assume that every single person with the same last name is somehow related to each other? Like, well, famous, famous,
4: famous. Like, if there was another, and I believe me, Rosa, you stepped in it, okay, girl? For, you didn't yeah. even know who she was. I understand if maybe you knew Priyanka Chopra was super famous, and, yes, more famous than her husband. Mm-hmm. But then you still sort of thought, hey, baby, could that be? Right? But you didn't even know. You thought that she was famous for being the daughter of Deepak Chopra. Like, that's what you assumed. Like, not even knowing who she was. Right? Damn, Rosie. Rosie Yeah, this is not a good look for Rosie. That sucks.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
4: So it looks like it's on between Priyanka Chopra and uh, Rosie O'Donnell. So if you remember, Rosie O'Donnell told this story where she met um, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra at Nobu in Malibu. And she didn't know who Priyanka Chopra was. And she said, hey, I know your dad, Deepak Chopra. and she was like that's not my dad and you know it's a very common last name and then so rosie o'donnell went on social media being like hey i just embarrassed myself i just met nick jonas uh and uh and someone chopra is what she said and then she referred to it later on as the wife chopra um And then she wrote that she did another video apologizing even more. But I guess Priyanka is not cool with any of it. And she says uh, this on social media. We all deserve to be respected for our unique individuality and not to be referred to as, quote, someone or wife, especially in a sincere apology. She added also, P.S., as I've said before, not all Chopras are related to the great Deepak. Uh, just as not all Smiths are related to the legendary Will Smith. Ooh, facts. So in yeah. your face, Rosie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like Rosie could have easily called up or like, you know, got info to call up like Priyanka and be
4: like, "Hey, I messed up. I'm really sorry." But here's here's the problem with all of this, right? Is that none of this would have existed has had Rosie O'Donnell not taken it to TikTok. Yeah. This was a yeah. private thing that happened in a restaurant between a couple of people. It was a screw up and there you go. It would have been done. It yeah. would have been. It would have been done. Priyanka would have hated you anyway, or or maybe not. <laughs> right? Or maybe that just would have been one of the million times somebody thought that Priyanka Chopra was uh, the daughter of Deepak Chopra. Yeah. What made it worse is that when Rosie went on to say she had no idea who she was, called her something Chopra, and like in, in, in Priyanka and then the wife in Priyanka's mind, maybe she knew she was super famous and knew exactly who she was, but still thought that she was Deepak Chopra's daughter. Yeah, right. That's not that bad. Like it's kind of it's kind of sucks. And yeah, I get it. Right, but it's not. Not that bad why did rosie took this to social media and made it a thing when it wasn't it wasn't a thing at all it's so wild now like you get that's the not c- how you clap back
9: apologize to somebody like if you want to apologize don't you message them directly instead of posting it publicly for everyone else
4: well see? i mean because it was
0: like a joke
4: yeah i i agree with you on that but uh but no uh, it's not the way it went down
0: hey. the Roz and mocha show podcast
4: oh astrologers are freaking out today it's a palindrome day, Mocha. Did you know? What? Maury's freaking out over this. Maury's having a good time. Palindrome days. So I love when these days. Are pa- you kidding me? Palindromes are when something is the same forwards and backwards, right? Mm-hmm. So today two 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 palindrome date. Uh, when it was like eleven 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 palindrome mm-hmm. date. When it was there was another one too where it was like twenty two o two. That was a palindrome. Twenty two o two. Yeah, that was another palindrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah. So what are you doing? So now? astrologers and numerologists, Maury, what does this mean to you? Anything? This is cool. Okay. So uh, <laughs> according to uh, numerologists and uh, astrologers, in numerology, <laughs> you reduce. They say so two. So so two twenty two two thousand two adds up to twelve. I'm uh. just going by what they say. Okay. Uh, then you add the one and the two to get there, and mm-hmm. that number is three. Mm-hmm. In Consequent and consequential after the ones and the twos, so it reforms the sequence. It's like a new beginning and self expression. That's a very powerful tool, they say. And for today's date, uh, they say that you uh, you're expanding outward, bringing more elements into your sphere. It's an opportunity for those who choose to do so. Mm. There's always going to be pain and learning, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. So this is from astrologers on today's very significant date of 2-22-22. It's also okay? margarita day, and it's thank you. It's also <laughs> margarita. <laughs> day.
1: So what happens. Like like a free coffee at Tim Hortons? No, I don't know what this means. Man. Actually, it's
6: funny you say that. Tim Hortons is celebrating two 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 with what? With what? giving you an opportunity to pair a double double with something I don't know the whole deal but they are celebrating we can get a special deal. Well, I like that.
4: I don't know, man. I'm ia free,
6: free fries at McDonald's I don't, or something? for what?
4: Why? 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 It's
6: also a Toonie Tuesday at KFC. Okay.
4: <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Everybody's capitalizing on the twos, <laughs> right? <laughs> nice start, Maury. That did not go unrecognized.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, let's
4: get to this weirdo show. I had never even heard of this until they announced that it was canceled. So, uh, Annie has pulled its new show, Adults Adopting Adults off the air, as well what? as removing all online episodes after fans raised concerns about one of the show's stars, this guy named Danny Hoff. So adults adopting adults is exactly how it sounds. It's adults who find, like, other adults, like 18 to whatever, who mm-hmm. I guess want to be adopted or have a family, and then so it's people who adopt other adults, and then I guess they just, like, treat them like they're... Children? Really? Starting late in life?
1: Never heard of uh, before.
4: The show follows a handful of couples who are looking to adopt, as I said, uh, other adults. And Danny Huff and his wife, Christy, they became the breakout stars of the series, but not in the way that anybody would have hoped. So the Huffs are planning to adopt a pregnant 20 year old named Alina from Austria, uh, who Danny met online in a social media group for those interested in adult adoption. But fans, really like out of the gate started to accuse Danny Huff of having ulterior motives after hearing the story of what happened the first time he tried to adopt an adult. So here's a clip from the show.
0: Adult adoption came to my attention when a young 18-year-old girl came and bought a puppy from us. Unfortunately, I could not pursue that first young lady because I actually started having feelings for her. She was a very beautiful young lady. Oh my God. Did
15: you ever think we would be adopting a grown woman? And here we go. And here we
14: go. I want us to work on us before you bring another human into our marriage.
15: Danny has bitten off more than he can chew and I am stuck chewing on his behalf. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm not hungry.
0: Have you thought about leaving Danny I'm
2: definitely considering it. She has to leave the United States in about 70
5: days.
0: Yes.
12: Shouldn't have to be
4: this hard. I up. So, pregnant Elena is the uh, the woman that they are planning to adopt. And let me read you more from this article here. Danny's motivations for bringing Elena into the household are obvious, as you can tell. Uh, he situates Elena in a trailer right outside his front door. By her buys her tons of baby clothes because she's pregnant, and uh, pays for her medical appointments. And says things like, "At the end of the day, Elena, I want you to stay right here because I like hugging you, and you're awful sweet." Oh my god! Uh, so, Danny. Hugs confirmed to the Daily Beast that he was aware that the show had been taken down and will no longer air. However, he insists that the accusations regarding his behavior were not the reason that the show seemed to uh, be vanished by A&E. He also denied acting inappropriately towards Elena uh, uh, saying any allegations of misconduct are absolutely false and then this also happened in the same week that a bunch of his old racist uh, TikToks resurfaced online as well. So, like, the show disappeared like they were in the They were supposed to drop A new episode yesterday Yeah And it's gone everywhere From any site Didn't Annie's even know site. it
1: existed Until you just mentioned And it.
4: now it no longer exists Wow Right, it is just they vanished it, I wouldn't watch it for then, who the hell? Jeez, oh, wants to watch that show? I mean, I know people like the the ninety day fiance and all that stuff. Right, mm-hmm. people are interested in that and all the other
1: weirdo
0: shows that they that's have. Like, that's I know. Like and my you feet said are killing it. me. And
4: right, but this is like next level weirdo show. Yeah, right.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
4: Uh, Simu Lu was uh, on stage At the uh, Havdala And BBYO honor ceremony And I guess he was uh, Flexing that he's good friends With Tom Holland And when, oh, he, when, he, when, he, when he was on excuse I know, me, he me. Uh, And when he was on stage He tried to uh, call Tom But when he couldn't get a hold of Tom He did have a, uh, a great response for the crowd Listen to this
0: I, I do know Tom Holland He's not, he's not picking up Can I play you a voice memo that he left for me once? You have to get really
15: quiet, though. Dude, I just watched Shang-Chi, bro. That film is so f***ing awesome. Did I lie?
0: (laughs) Um, so I guess the lesson is work really hard and follow your dreams and maybe one day Tom Holland will watch your movie and leave you a voice memo. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Uh, uh,
4: Simu is is the best.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show
3: podcast.
4: Podcast. Hey, can somebody explain to me what in the world is a Hollywood unlocked
3: <laughs> Look at Shem up,
4: please.
7: Shum's
1: favorite oh. favorite IG account. Just, hey, I- just
4: explain to me before I get into this story here. Yeah. What this? What is a Hollywood Unlocked? Hol- explain this to
7: me. Hollywood Unlock is a very popular hip hop gossip uh, gossip site. Okay, um, that well, I'll let you tell. The All verse. right,
4: run by a guy named Jason Lee. Right. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, Hollywood Unlocked and Jason Lee started trending. I thought it was Jason Lee from. My name is Earl. <laughs> right? That's the only Jason Lee I know. Okay. Thought something happened to the man. Uh-huh. Uh, Hollywood Unlock uh, yesterday reported that the Queen died. That Queen Elizabeth died. And they said this uh, quote, sources close to the royal palace notified us exclusively that Queen Elizabeth uh, has passed away. She was scheduled to attend the wedding of British Vogue editor Edward Enifel, uh, but was found dead. Story developing. Again, this website is what, Shem? Hollywood Unlocked. Okay. And they are? A hip hop gossip website. Okay. Why would so, Buckingham so, Palace, reach out only to them. Exclusively <laughs> to Hollywood Unlocked. Got them on speed dial? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hollywood Unlocked Okay, so they go on to say uh, Then Like All hell broke loose because they're like, well, you can't just say that. And then everybody started going in on Hollywood Unlocked and and, uh, Jason Lee. And then they actually doubled down. And then they said that there's an entire complicated process uh, that is slated to occur when the queen passes away. Mm -hmm. And then they go on to say, uh, we don't post lies. And I always stand by my sources waiting for an official statement from the palace. So, most of what they said next is actually true. They said that... Uh, she died? No, no, no. no. Oh. As far as the process goes. So, then they're, they're, their next post was this. There have been uh, careful, uh, carefully constructed plans that have already been in place for this moment. The process is dubbed Operation London Bridge, they say, and has been set up since the 60s and details these step-by-step 10-day plans. So, they're still going on the fact that they feel from their sources at Buckingham Palace that the Queen is dead. So, they said a secret london location uh, that houses the foreign offices global response center Uh, will notify the 15 governments where the queen also rules a separate announcement Uh, will go out to the press association and the remainder of the global press so it sounds like to me they're now just waiting it out hoping to be right is that is that the case? Is that what it sounds like to you? That's what it feels
7: like to me. And like, they'll be like, "Oh, well, gotcha." Even if it's ten years from now,
4: right? Like they're just they're they're gambling at this point. Sure are.
1: But like, who would reach out to them? Like, who on their team would be like, "Yes, let's put this out into the world," right? Because it, it's facts,
4: right? I don't know. Yeah. Because is there a chance? I mean, I, I mean, the woman she's had- old, She's old, yes, Deepa, You say yes.
9: Yeah, uh, wasn't it just, like, announced that she has COVID now? Yeah,
4: mild yeah. symptom COVID, so, but she's, oh, she's, she's 100 years old with COVID. But mild yeah. right? for somebody
1: who's 100? Yeah. You don't know what that does to a person? No, I know, I know. But I, I, maybe. I, sure,
4: I'm just saying,
6: but it, to me, there's, like, to me.
4: Yeah. What's that, Maury?
6: They said that she's on this brand new pill that's meant for elderly people <laughs> who have COVID. Yeah. That yeah. what, slows your heart rate? Uh, yeah. where so you're almost oh dead? Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she got, this, she got the same medicine that Tom Hanks got at the beginning of all this, the kind of medicine that only those types of people get. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 but anyway, uh, anyway, so that's why uh, Queen Elizabeth and uh, uh, Hollywood Unlocked were trending all day yesterday. I
1: saw uh, when, when it was announced that the Queen got COVID yeah. on Twitter. It was like somebody tweeted, um, OMG, the Queen has COVID. And then a reply right under that said, Nikki, no, as in Nicki Minaj. And then the <laughs> original tweeter was like, no, stupid, I'm talking about the Queen of England. Oh.
4: <laughs>
1: Not Nicki Minaj, your queen. Oh,
4: come on now. <laughs> come on.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
4: Uh, Aaron Rodgers is uh, apologizing to his now ex, uh, Shailene Woodley, for getting her involved. And, and it sounds like we were right. We were talking about this when they when they broke up, and that is l- with Aaron Rodgers and the whole not getting vaxxed thing and all that controversy, you have to imagine that that affected Shailene in a way of where people would have stopped wanting to work with her because mm. she was sort of labeled that just by proxy or just you know being with the guy. Uh, so this is uh, Aaron Rodgers addressing uh, the the breakup with uh, Shailene Woodley.
16: I've learned so much from her. Uh, she's just an incredible woman, taught me what unconditional love looks like. And that's a great gift. When you have a partner like that, it just makes life so much more enjoyable. And living a life of gratitude is such an important way to keep that joy in your life. You know, one thing that that I am sad about, and I'm definitely uh, apologetic, is I didn't realize in the midst of, of the COVID conversations how much... My situation was affecting my loved ones, uh, the people that support me and love me and and check on me and take care of me. But I, I am very sorry to those those people, you know, Shay and my loved ones and my and my agents. I didn't realize the kind of shrapnel they'd be taken, and I never meant to get you in the middle of it. But you got into it by proxy because of your relationships with me. Mm. Oof, it's
4: not good. <laughs> Right? Damn. Because, you know, you, you love somebody everything else, but totally. like that really must have screwed up her career, too. Oh, big time. Like, because everyone just
1: assumes every, that you guys yeah. share the same views, well, right?
4: Yeah, and they just, you know, and it's not about, like, even it's not even about, like, just whether you're pro vax or anti vax or vaccinated or not. It, it comes down to, because in, in that world, it's not about your the beliefs. It's just that who are good people and who are bad people, and then you just get labeled a bad person. Mm-hmm. And when you're Shailene Woodley and you're just, like, trying to work and book jobs, you know, people don't even want to meet you at that point. I wonder how right? long. Because why do they want that in their life?
1: Behind the scenes, she was... She had to have those conversations with... Her agent or her people to be like why am I not or can you set up a meeting with you know these movie houses so I can talk to them and say I don't share these same views
4: yeah and again I have no hard evidence towards that but I had just assumed that Shailene felt the same way and was maybe fully supportive of Aaron Rodgers but after they broke up and he had said this I'm starting to think that maybe she wasn't that fully supportive yeah right and was maybe the conversations was I don't you know I love you but this is really affecting me and then he sort of dug his heels in being like baby this is just what i gotta do and then that's maybe what led to the breakup right mm. so uh there's that
0: the Roz and mocha show podcast. podcast the
4: academy awards are in trouble as we know uh, when it comes to an audience that the ratings just keep dropping and dropping and mm. it, fine fair enough right like the, the, nobody none of the movies that are nominated anybody's seen last year's show was a weird disaster um, but there's, they're now going to get rid of the sort of one joy left of that lifeless, boring show, which is they're going to kill the um, at-home Oscar pool that people enjoy doing. What do you mean? So and right how? now, because they're cutting categories from the telecast. Oh no! Yeah, so they wanted to do this back in 2018, and then there was such an uprising from the academy members uh, that their sort of craftsmanship doesn't matter, and so they reversed the decision at the last minute, and then they put the uh, awards on uh, on actual on the actual show, Uh, but the. The sort of biggest and brightest of the 23 categories are going to be done live um, with five categories that are considered to be below the line uh, will be given out in pre-taped segments and then run just sort of in like a montage. So the affected categories that will not be handed out live during the Academy Awards are film editing, makeup and hairstyling, original score production oh, wow. design and sound design as well as documentary short, animated short and live action short. Oh, wow. So all of those are now gone, right? You, you'll still un, you'll they'll still tell you who won. Still acknowledge, sure. But if you're into sort of sitting around with your checklists and and everything else, all these categories are they're going to sort of huh. blow blow uh past them in a uh, in a montage and it is simply because they have to try and do something for ratings. so I think maybe they're going to be doing more Entertainment in the show, so maybe more skits, um, more creative elements, maybe more musical guests. Maybe uh, more. How who about knows? less
6: time on the television? That show's like well six hours long.
4: Sure, that's. Uh, I know everybody's got opinions about this. Uh, Maury, go first.
6: I was just going to say, but your problem now is you still have three hosts for the Oscars, and they're all going to do skits and things and yeah. with the audience. That's going to drag it out. But they've done this with other award shows where they've done you know previously award you know given out earlier tonight. Yeah, but
4: nobody does the pool on the other ones. Though, like the Oscar mm-hmm. pool is sort of Who the last cool that? thing. I do. I, I always do it at home with Catherine. I find it fun. You can do it with five categories now. Nah, I know, Adipa. Uh, you, how do you feel about this?
9: Um, I to be honest, I don't remember the last time I watched. So, the so
4: Oscars. you are you are the reason for this. I you are I the am. reason. You are. You are. They have wow. no. They, they they are down viewers and they're down younger viewers, and so now they're yeah. trying to put a little more pizzazz into uh, into but the didn't show. Seth Listen, Rogen
6: just recently came out saying, "Why are we even doing award shows?" Yeah.
4: Well, he, no, no. He said he doesn't understand the 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 sort of. Uh, grand obsession no he doesn't understand the obsession with oscar ratings where it's basically uh an industry that honors itself and he said i don't know who won car manufacturer of the year last year why would anybody care who won actor of the year you know what i mean so it's i like, think the answer by it, the way is honda i believe it, it, Honda is that, <laughs> uh, is that who it was but anyway so that's yeah. what they're doing to your Listen, uh to your academy awards they're
1: gonna have to do a lot more with that award show to bring young people like Deepa and I back. Oh, for God's sake! Oh, Mocha, you did not just
9: categorize yourself with me.
4: Wow <laughs> Oh, age. oh, geez. Deepa, I'm just going to turn my mic off. Yeah, that'd be a good. <laughs> I'm going to back out of the room. Yeah. No, like. Yeah. Cool.
3: Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast
4: uh britney spears revealed that she is in the process of buying a brand new home after landing a 15 million dollar book deal that is uh the largest book deal really behind just the obamas uh in the history of publishing they say is uh britney's 15 million dollars for her book and there was a long bidding war of who was going to get to publish britney's book
1: i imagine a britney book had been pitched Years and years.
4: Oh sure. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. And she, wasn't she just allowed, wasn't though. allowed
4: yeah. to
6: because of the conservatorship. So
4: yeah. imagine yeah.
6: what uh what she'll she'll talk about in this. One of the questions that came up for this book is do you think she has even started writing it or if she's even finished writing it yet
4: no 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 i think that um the way that it works is they'll they're going to pair britney up with somebody who knows what they're doing with a a
6: writer but how far along are they at this point
4: um that it was i mean normally with something like this like a big giant 15 million dollar book deal announcement um with they're they're not too far because they didn't give a publication date right which means that the thing's not written yet um but uh, but they're not they're not too too far but that is a monster number because the obama's got like 40 mil i think it was right was For, it 60 no what was it 60 it was 60 yeah. mil uh, for the Obama books. But uh, Brittany at 15 mil, that is a huge amount of money. And uh, so she went on social media and said that uh, up to now, she's been pretty modest about the house that she lives in. She said that, uh, I hope you guys have seen me dancing in my living room. But honestly, I have three living rooms. She continued, uh, maybe one day I'll give you guys a tour. But uh, said that she is now in the process of looking for a new place. $15 million will do that to you after Damn. winning a lawsuit Was against your own family rooms? as well. No, I think you just want to get out of the house that your you dad your bugged. Own- yeah, you want your right? own place. You wanna get out of the house? Her father bugged her bedroom for yeah. God's sakes, right? You don't yeah. wanna you don't wanna spend the rest of your life in that place. Yeah. Bad juju in there. Yeah. Nobody wants to stay there, right? That's why she's always dancing in the backyard.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? She'll be inside the bar. No.
4: <laughs>
0: the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast.
4: Pete Davidson lasted on Instagram like a minute. So he, well, he, well his, he was on Instagram a while ago and then he left Instagram because he said that social media is just a hateful place and he doesn't want it in his life. Fully respect that. But then he went back on Instagram. And if you remember, he was only following. Um, Kim Kardashian and um, uh, what's that guy's name? Um, uh, Sebastian Stan, mm-hmm. right? And then and then Kanye started doing all this stuff and everything else. And then so Pete Davidson uh, went on and posted a story, and in his stories it was a scene from uh, that Robert De Niro movie, The King of Comedy, from 1982. And everybody said that this I was know. this was a shot at Kanye, where the meme was, "It's better to be king for a night than a schmuck for a lifetime." Oh. And then so so. Pete Pete posted that and then dipped. So yeah, he's, he's I just off. went,
1: because as soon as you mentioned, I was like, oh, what did he post?
4: Yeah, yeah, it's gone. So, so the he, account's not there. He posted that and then he dipped. Yeah, yeah, so. Just
1: long enough for it to get noticed and then go back into the app in settings, delete account.
4: Correct one though. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so Pete's not on Instagram anymore.
0: The any. Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: podcast. There's a cool Andy Warhol documentary coming to Netflix. Ryan Murphy's one of the executive producers, and... Um, what they've done is Andy Warhol always wanted to be like a machine, right? You know what I mean? This like whole thing and extending life and all this other stuff, like a robot. Uh, yeah, like he just yeah, Andy Warhol he was, he was that kind of guy. So this is a little tiny clip of the of the trailer. Like a lot of people are in this, right? Mm-hmm.
5: And five, four, three, two, one,
6: actually. Andy Warhol's greatest work of art is Andy Warhol.
4: He was big. Genius.
6: Art, music, film,
4: fashion. No one's more famous in the 20th century than Andy Warhol. It's Rob Lowe. Andy,
0: Andy, Andy, Andy. But I don't think you'll ever figure Warhol out, and I hope no one ever does.
4: So what they did was, in, so this it's called Andy Warhol's Diaries, and the whole thing is built off of Andy Warhol's Diaries. And what they've done is they've managed to make Andy Warhol narrate the movie through his own diaries. Hmm? So they used an AI version of Andy Warhol's voice and they recreated it to narrate his own diaries and be the voice of the documentary series. So here, so here, I'll play you a, a, a clip of what Andy Warhol, you have an old clip in there of what Andy Warhol's voice sounded like when Andy was still alive.
3: Uh, well, I got tired of doing people. Did you? Yeah. Have you gone off people? Uh, no, but I, I have some dogs and I, I just thought I'd, pa- I'd paint
4: okay so that's the real andy warhol Uh now listen to the ai version of andy warhol that they created
3: i went down to the office because they are making a robot of me i'm just a freak i wasn't very close to anyone Although, I guess I wanted to be.
4: Um, Isn't that crazy? That is his actual yeah, voice. Yeah, so so they they went through and they took a bunch of stuff. And then they had this computer program, uh, like a text-to-speech algorithm. And they used sort of like his Pittsburgh accent that he had. Uh, then they got an actor named Bill Irwin to record the lines, just mm-hmm. so the lines were spoken. Then they put his voice into this machine. And this machine spit out Andy Warhol's voice but with got, his like, cadence and
3: his accent yes, and everything else pause- is everything yes Yes. matches up yeah so i gotta hear this again yeah
1: this is the ai right yeah
3: i went down to the office because they're making a robot of me i'm just a freak i wasn't very close to anyone although i guess i wanted to be
16: yeah
4: not a real voice not a real person at all at all that is actually kind of scary. Uh, yeah, but watch the trailer for it. If you're a fan of uh, Andy Warhol like or I just am. really, yeah, exactly, more as a giant fan or even just, you know, sort of Netflix As a huge docs. fan, if
6: I can, I was just going to say that this is the cool, Andy would love this. Yeah. Andy would exactly. absolutely love this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he would for sure, for sure. But What's so, it called again? Uh, it's called, what is it, The Diaries it's, of Andy it's Warhol? It's named after, he has an actual, like his diary is published, so yeah. it's called Andy Warhol Diaries, which is the name of the book. Right, there you go. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday
0: mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5 KISS 92.5.com or download the
9: KISS 92.5 app.